people go through life-changing experiences without any guidance. But what if you had the tools available to help you in your journey? I welcome you to the Misguided Notions podcast. Our mission is to create a space where we discuss thought-provoking topics with people that go through real-life experiences. My goal is to inspire, empower, and help build awareness to a number of issues that our society doesn't really talk about. So listen in, engage in conversation, and if you'd like, share your story. And as I transitioned out of that full-time position to go back into school as a full-time student, as a part-time, you know, I, 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 was, work, I was doing full-time hours um, within, my, within my field of dance and as a choreographer, um, and I was also a full-time student. And so it was difficult to juggle those two things, but it led me to understand that why healthcare was so important. And because as a dancer, as an athlete, as I am, I have to have health insurance. If I ever get hurt, if I ever something happens, I have to make sure that I'm covered. And so, you know, I took I took it upon myself to get insurance and. Hey guys, so my friend Robert and I, we recorded this episode several months ago, but it's still very relevant, especially now we are entering a new year, 2019. It's so hard to believe, but now is kind of the time to really shop around for possible health insurance. And we really talk about the differences between working as a creative versus having a job in corporate America and what it's like to pay for insurance on your own versus having an employer that does pay for insurance or at least part of your insurance plan is covered to some extent. We talked about the differences of having an all-inclusive plan versus something that's not as inclusive. And we also talk about the benefits of having a primary care doctor versus going to some sort of an urgent care clinic. And we really dig deep into this episode and Robert gave his honest opinion and perspective which I thought was really great and I hope you enjoy and get some useful information out of it and it's just good to just hear someone's perspective someone who's younger and to just really talk about that kind of stuff and also too it is the beginning of the year coming up soon and you see all these ads and commercials for health insurance and listen you might be in a position where you're transitioning with work and you're like not sure what to do and we really talk about some of those things so enjoy listen let me know what you think I am Robert Derlines. I am a dancer. I am a choreographer. I am a student pursuing occupational therapy. Um, I am currently trying to build my brand, Kid Fit NYC, that works with children um, of all of all ages, um, building building awareness to health and wellness and fitness related topics, as well as starting a actual class for children um, in the Queens area. So yeah, I, I find that I do wear different hats um, and I try to keep keep busy and try to make sure that I'm a part of a lot of different things within my community um, that's given me so much. And so I feel like it's time as an adult now to give back to them. That's great. And how old are you? I'm 28 years old. Do you know that according to the internet, you're considered a millennial? I do. I actually, I, <laughs> I, I struggle with that because 
sometimes I find that I'm not, and I, I still I'm on the cusp of like. What's after millennial? So right, the gen. Uh, well, ironically, I found out that there is a term, and I guess I fit in that category because I'm 37. Senior millennial. Senior millennial. Yes. That's awesome. I was like, no, really. <laughs> um, maybe that's my category as well. I think again. I think there's something about um, millennials that are they're they're constantly exploring their brand. They're they're constantly exploring new ways of. Um, of breaking the mold of what we, what I, I find that I've known to be a traditional work life, a traditional environment. Um, and so, yeah, it definitely breaks the mold. And so I guess, yeah, I, I'm in a sense of that where I'm millennial, where um, a lot of the things that I've chosen to do with my life and my career can lead towards that. At the same time, I feel like I am very much a part of wanting to have a traditional work environment, wanting to make different choices as different from a millennial. Okay, great. Good, yeah. good. And would you consider yourself a part of the creative industry? Oh, most definitely. As a dancer and as a choreographer, I think that is one of the things that we are constantly striving for and to, to excel within our craft. I am a dance teacher, as I said before, and I'm I teach children between the ages of six through what like college kids actually um and as a teacher you're go you go in teaching a technique or some kind of dance genre and i at the end of it i'm supposed to teach some kind of choreography some kind of dance that will that these children these kids will work on and excel and make their own and i think that's one of my favorite things to do is to work on Choreography. It's to work on this, my kind of dance movement, dance style that expresses, that allows you to express yourself in the best way possible. That sounds incredible. Yeah. I love the way that you said that. Yeah. Now, with that said, do you find it to be an area where you're financially able to sustain yourself? Yes and no. I think that for the lifestyle that I have currently, I'm able to sustain myself and budget accordingly and manage my funds accordingly however there are times when it can be difficult where the things that I want to do maybe travel or you know um go out and splurge or whatever the case (laughs) is I think I have to be more mindful of living within my means and so as a dance teacher there's just so much you can make you know there's just so much so many hours you can get unless unless you work for the doe or for some 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 company or specific company right um it you know you're you're very limited what's the doe i'm sorry the department of education okay i just want to make sure i listen and understand okay department of education they provide a lot of uh, benefits as well as because you're you're, you're considered a teacher and they provide specific hours for you they provide other benefits whereas for me i'm a freelance agent so i work for different programs at different dance schools around the Queens area as well as the New York City area. So right now you don't have or well let me not assume do you have health insurance? I do have health insurance but I pay for my health insurance. Ah okay that was my next question is whether or not your job offered it so because you work in this type of field and industry you're kind of you work here you work there kind of thing you don't really have a job that's gonna cover like a full-time position that will cover health insurance. Correct. So I, when I was working full-time at my previous job, I received full-time insurance and it was 
amazing. I I'd never had to worry about my insurance. I can go wherever I wanted. I was I felt completely protected and, and taken care of. And as I transitioned out of that full time position to go back into school as a full time student, as a part time, you know, I, I I was work I was doing full time hours um, within my within my field of dance and, and as a choreographer. Um, and I was, I was also a full time student, and so it was difficult to juggle those two things. But it led me to understand that why healthcare was so important, and because as a dancer, as an athlete, as I am, I have to have health insurance. If I ever get hurt, if I ever something happens, I have to make sure that I'm covered. And so, you know, I took I took it upon myself to get insurance and and to to apply for Oscars insurance, and I got it. But the insurance I have currently doesn't really protect or cover me in, entirely. It covers my basic needs, whereas when I work full-time at my last position, I had full-time insurance. I, I, I mean, everything was covered, dental, this and that and that. And, you know, now I have to be mindful of how I go about my, my, my insurance plan or, or how I go about my, 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 my life choices. I well, guess. you and the, and the thing is, you can't really plan for health issues like you just and that's a tricky thing. Out. Seriously, I mean, <laughs> I mean, literally, if, uh, this 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 current week, I I was walking and I literally just walking and I I I twisted my ankle, and you know, and it's happened before, which is why I was able to just you know ice it, make sure it was elevated, and so on and so forth. But I mean, it could have been worse. What if something worse had happened? Exactly. Yeah. So. I know Robert watches Shameless because we talk about it all the time. But, um, oh, spoiler alert. Sorry, guys. So if you haven't watched the most recent-ish episodes of Shameless, uh, stop. (laughs) That's what I can say. I'm sorry. I just don't want to give it away. But this, in one of the particular recent episodes, Debbie, one of the characters, worked at a job that didn't provide insurance and they were going back and forth between herself and her other co-workers about union and the benefits of it and she's like well I don't need a union you know blah 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 and ultimately something ended up happening to her and she needed insurance and she didn't have it and it was just this whole host of things happened and it was a crazy episode but it was just such a great example because I think Debbie's character is probably like 1920. So I just thought it was interesting that now, in, in saying all of that, Robert, as far as your friends are concerned, do they have health insurance? I believe that my circle of friends, some may have insurance and some may not have insurance. Mm-hmm. I think depending on the age, um, if you know, if you think if you're under 26 that you can still be on your parents plan correct i think if you're after 26 you would have to have you know you have to, you you are eligible for insurance on your own account um so i do know that some who have full-time jobs that have full-time insurance or full health coverage um and i know that there are some that pay for their own insurance and right. I know that there's some that don't have insurance all entirely okay yeah okay now going back to where you're concerned i know you mentioned you picked your own insurance I won't say it again because I know we mentioned it already but now with that particular insurance obviously you went about getting it on your own did you find the whole system itself confusing or hard to navigate um I found my insurance at the very last point of when I guess they were they were saying that there was a deadline and you had to get this insurance or you couldn't get it after 
which I found really interesting because I, I felt like you you should you should be able you should be entitled to get insurance at any point in time. But the way I was receiving messages through my phone, through email, you know, you had to sign up for this Obamacare or you had to sign up for some kind of insurance plan before it ran out. I'm and like, every and every state is different. Let me just say as an aside, but for New York State. You do. You there. There was a, a thing that came up that you had to have insurance by January first of this year. Exactly, and so you know, with the, with that being said, I had to. I called and I and I and I tried to see what the best plan was, but at the same time, all I could think of was financially what is going to be best for me. And so when they told me, you know, I think it was like a simple, pretty much basic plan of, you know, of, of insurance where I, it's just medical, it just covers me medically. Um, I, I took it. You I took, took it. it and I felt covered at the same time knowing I, I wasn't sure. Actually, I was sure, but it, it troubled me that emergency care, urgent care wasn't taken, oh. wasn't covered for so there's certain things that are not so there's covered. certain things that are not covered with 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 the basic plan i think it's just i think going to a doctor and getting checked out or so on and so forth but like physical therapy isn't covered dental. and dental isn't covered vision vision isn't covered wow. um <laughs> urgent care isn't covered and wow. these are all things that i had once before that mm-hmm. i relied on and and i'm not covered for it now and so it i have to at some point in time say you know well, this is what these are the cards that I've been dealt, and this is what I have to I have to take, and and you know I can make the best of it, or I can choose to opt and get a higher insurance plan and pay more money. But can you financially? financially I believe that I could if I really wanted to, but do I really want to is the question. <laughs> and the other thing too is, I mean, again. I know that you're not working in a position where you have full-time, like, a steady stream of income That's coming correct. in. correct, yeah. And I know that you've told me, sorry, guys, but this, like, we've had this conversation where there's certain times of the month, even with my particular field, there's certain times of the year where business is a bit slow. Right, right, right. <laughs> so it's like, okay, well, for that slower month, what am I going to do if I can't get the dental and vision coverage? Exactly. Like, that, that exactly. sort of thing. And so, no, I totally get that. I think, you know, within within my current business, what I do where, you know, I'm going out there and I'm putting in the work and, you know, clients are paying me, um, it gets tricky. It gets tricky with, with, with managing that. And I think... Um, I, I will get a better handle of it, you know, as as the years go by, and I will continue to grow. But it does get tricky at times when you know the finances don't meet. Do you have a car? I do have a car. Does your car have insurance? It does have insurance. Interesting. Yeah, it does. Why is that? Because if anything happens to that car, I need to make sure that I'm covered. You know? Yeah. And there you go. And that is the same way that I wish. That our society prioritized health insurance for mm. people, made it so that it's affordable enough that you can get good quality care. Because I feel like that's something that's missing so much. I recently had a 26 year old. He went to, he wasn't feeling well. He went to an urgent care, and I'm not taking away from urgent care because I'm a big fan of them. I've gone to many urgent carers myself, but he had some sort of cold symptom or whatever. They treated him for the flu, didn't really test him, but said, oh, well, 
basically any symptoms, maybe you do have the flu, and then next thing you know, two weeks later, he's getting worse, he ends up in the hospital, and they found bleeding on his brain. <gasps> wow. So this is the reality of the things that I find constantly, and that's yeah. why I wanted to do this episode, because I feel that it's so important for people to know that having health insurance is vital. It's a crucial part of life. It's part of wellness. It's part of your overall well-being. And I really hope that you and your other friends, like, you can maybe just kind of spread the word, like, you know, within your community, just telling people, because I feel that it is something that's so not talked about. Yeah, I appreciate you bringing this to light because I don't think this is something that we talk about that that is spoken about I, I think there's something that's just passed under the rug and you know you know whenever you get to the point of health insurance whether it's a do a full-time job or it, it'll get there but I think that in some millennials mind who don't who don't have access to it I think it's it's not that important it's not that essential to living right. you know it, it's something that when we get there we'll get there right kind of deal and right. You know, you don't want to get there and it's too late. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's why it's important. You know, avoiding that concept of it's too late. And so, thank you. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Do you have a primary care physician? I do. Oh, you do? Oh, that's do. great. Sure Yay. Yes. I'm so proud of you. I do, I do, I do. I am so proud of you. That's awesome. Because I feel like a lot of people don't. I do have a primary doctor. Um... Which I appreciate because she's known me for a long time. She knows about me. She knows my history. That sort of thing. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of people don't have a primary care physician. And if you don't have health insurance, really, you know, I, I, it's, it is, you know, it could be expensive to see a private doctor. But in my opinion, having a primary care physician is crucial because they know you the best. Rather than you going to an urgent care where you're going to see, who knows, you don't, you don't know who you're going to see at any given day when you go in there, but at least a primary care doctor will know you. They'll know your history and information about you that they can compare. Okay, well, what was going on last time? Was well, this kind of the same symptoms or whatever it is? But yeah, that's, that's why. So I'm glad to hear that you have a primary care doctor. That's so ironic you mentioned that. For the longest time when I did have health insurance with my previous physician... I didn't have a primary care provider. Oh, interesting. I was going to urgent care anytime I had something hmm. going on with me. Did you feel like you had good quality care? No. I think oh, it was just like a, a run-of-the-mill kind of exam, see how you were doing, see if we can fix it and keep it moving kind of deal. Mm. And, that's, and I think that was super convenient for me. I didn't need to, and I didn't need any extra long connection. I just needed you to fix my problem right then and there so I can keep it pushing. Whereas now, I can appreciate my primary care provider because I talk to her every time and I can communicate and we can, we can connect in a way that I know that she is looking out for my well-being, awesome. which, is, which is super important, you know, Absolutely. to have that connection with your doctor. You can, you can speak to them. Whereas now, when I think about it, when I was, you know, younger and I had, um, and I was going to urgent care, I had a, a different doctor every single time. I never had a new, I never had the same doctor. Yeah. And so, you know, sometime I had PA, sometime I had the, you know, there was just literally a, a revolving door of doctors. And, you know, it definitely, definitely does 
bring about a difference in your connection with your doctor when you when you establish that relationship, when you are having this one-to-one and you can right. express all your concerns and they can make sure, and they're looking out for you. So I, I love my primary care provider and awesome. I'm so happy that I've decided to to stick with her and continue to, you know, to grow with her. Yeah, because I do feel that with the urgent cares, well, the ones that I've been to, I go if I have a specific reason, like something's going on, I'm not feeling well. Because I know that if I call my primary care doctor, she's super popular. I'm not going to get a, an appointment until maybe a month later. <laughs> Whereas if I go to urgent care, I don't even have to make an appointment. I can just drop in. And it beats going to the emergency room, which I don't want to go to. Um, so, you know, you kind of want to just go in, get out of there. Yeah. Okay, great. Thank you. Yeah. But at the same time, it does have its disadvantages. Yeah. So. Definitely. Um, now, do you find that paying for healthcare insurance to be somewhat of a burden, or you are okay with it? I feel like it's in a burden in a way that, when I know that different countries like Canada gives full insurance for free, <laughs> where my cousin lives in Canada, and she gets full time, full coverage. You know, when I hear stuff like that, and I, and I know the country that I live in, United States of America is, you know, well-known for being the most popular country or whatever the case is, why couldn't we have the same advantages, you know? Um, And so, in a sense, I I am imperturbed in a sense that I I am paying for my own coverage. Right. You know, I, I, I should, I feel like I should have the benefits that I'm deserved for being a hard-working American. I know, and so many people, man, if I could tell you the amount of people that tell me this day in, day out, I mean, I see people that are 90-something-year-old tell me the same thing. This, our system, it's it's not without its challenges. That's all I could say. That's valid. <laughs> Very valid. Do you feel that you would ever consider going back to a full-time job? Oh, most definitely. For the, but for the health Especially insurance. Especially for the insurance. Oh, okay, okay. No, definitely. Okay, okay. I think, mm-hmm. you know, the goal, like I said, the goal would be so that my business skyrockets in a way that my, it can take care of me and cover mm-hmm. me the way that I would, I would hope for. But I, I wouldn't, I'm not opposed to going and getting a full-time position where I, I will receive benefits that will cover me medically, physically, dental, so on and so forth. Yeah. Do you have any regrets after leaving your position? Oh, absolutely not. I think that, you know, I, I try not to have any regrets in life because I, I know that every experience that I go through is a learning a learning curve. That's and true. And so with that, it, I, 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 I learned. I've learned that, you know, when I did have it, I was covered and I never had to worry about it. And mm-hmm. I learned that now without it, that it's brought a... A different perspective onto my life, and you know, and, and something that I know I can I can do. I can pay for my health my health insurance, and I can take care of myself. And, and you see the value of and it. And I see, but however, now yes, mm-hmm. even more now, I see the value of it. Mm-hmm. I see the value of health insurance, and so I, I I won't be bothered by fulfilling a certain amount of hours a week at a full time position, knowing that I will be covered, knowing that I don't have to worry about this payment, or you know, I don't have to worry about my cup, my medical or or dental cover. 
Before I let you go, I just wanted to highlight some items that we did discuss in the episode. I'm going to leave some links in the show notes. Every state is different with regard to their options and what might be available with regard to insurance, so definitely do your research. I'm leaving a link for the healthcare.gov website so that you can be up to date with regard to your state and what might be available to you. I'm also leaving a link to the New York State Health Exchange, which we did discuss in this episode, which is where you can get information about what's available for New York State listeners. And I also did find a resource that I do recommend for finding a healthcare provider. And it's not just for primary care physicians, it's for any type of healthcare provider. It's called ZocDoc. Also leaving the links for that. It's like the Yelp for physicians, which is pretty cool. And I just want to make note that, you know, picking healthcare insurance can be very stressful and it's very overwhelming at times. And, you know, you just really have to look around and see what's best for you and don't hesitate to call and ask questions. Like, that's okay. Sometimes you can even ask for an appointment and um, directly with a person from the company, uh, which is also a great option. It's no cost to you. Trust me, they look at it as a business and they want your business. So they are willing to meet with you and sit down and answer any questions or concerns that you may have with regard to their plan. And definitely, definitely, I cannot highlight it enough. Do your research. And I actually did come up with a quick guide with just some tips on choosing a healthcare plan and I'll leave that in the link as well. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review, and tell a friend about the Misguided Merchants Podcast.